guys, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. I'm Jessica, and I'm joined today by our amazing women's director, Teresa Breeding. Hello. And once again, the manager of all things awesome, Sherry Smith. Hi. Today is the finale of our ladies-led Ruth Bible study. We will be reading chapter 4 in the English Standard Version today, so if you have your Bible or your Bible app handy, you can follow along with us. But before we jump in today, I wanted to ask you both a random question. What is your favorite snack? Mine would be anything chocolate. Sherry, what's yours? Anything... I like sweet and salty. So sweet and salty. <laughs> together. Like, like popcorn and caramel. Oh. Or chocolate covered pretzels. Mm-hmm. Pretzels and milk duds. Oh, chips and ice cream. Shall I go on? <laughs> She's got a lot of snacks. <laughs> Sounds good. What about you, Jessica? Oh my goodness. There's so many, but I agree with you. Anything chocolate. If you put chocolate on anything, it's it's good. It makes it better. Yeah. Okay, so with that we are gonna jump in to Ruth chapter 4, and I'll begin reading for us today. Now Boaz had gone up to the gate and sat down there, and behold, the Redeemer of whom Boaz had spoken came by. So Boaz said, Turn aside, friend, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the Redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from the country of Moab, is selling the parcel of land that belongs to our relative Elimelech. So I thought I would tell you of it and say, buy it in the presence of those sitting here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not, tell me that I may know, for there is no one beside you to redeem it, and I come after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, the day you buy the field from the from the hand of Naomi, you also acquire Ruth, the Moabite, the widow of the dead, in order to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance. Then the Redeemer said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I impair my own inheritance. Take my right of redemption yourself, for I cannot redeem it. All right. Yeah. What if he said, okay. When Boaz said, you must take Ruth. Okay. <laughs> I think. It, I don't think it Ruth would, would be in the Bible. The story, <laughs> it, it would ruin the story. <laughs> and I think Boaz would be devastated because he likes her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he loves her. Yeah, I think it's interesting that he's like, I'll do it. And then Ruth is mentioned. And then he's like, nope. <laughs> nope. And we all think that she's probably a very pretty lady. But the thing is that Naomi was too old to have kids. And... So I guess the way that it was was that that you would buy their field and that you would marry their wife if their wife was still of childbearing age. But mm. if their wife's not of childbearing age, then you just bought the land. Uh-huh. And so since it was Elimelech's land, which was Naomi's husband, but mm. that when he died, his sons would have inherited it, which would make it Ruth's husband's land. Mm. So then they had to, and Ruth was of childbearing age, so they would have had to marry her. Mm. And maybe this guy's like, oh, no, wait a minute. My wife probably wouldn't like that. And <laughs> <laughs> maybe. And my kids, you know, would probably mess up the inheritance of his kids. Right. Because he would, if he had children with Ruth, which would be what he was supposed to do, mm-hmm. that would be the whole purpose of it all. Then the the inheritance that his kids would be getting would have to be divided with his new kids. Mm. And they probably wouldn't like yeah, that. Yeah, so it may not have had anything to do with Ruth. No. It kind of it appears that way, though, when you it read. Does. It appears yeah. very insulting. It does. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Oh, she's involved. Oh, never, never mind. mind. 
<laughs> but that that's a good explanation to that because I wouldn't have even really thought of that. Okay, so we will go on to the next part, and Sherry is going to read for us. Now, this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning redeeming and exchanging. To confirm a transaction, the one drew off his sandal and gave it to the other. (laughs) And this was the manner of attesting in Israel. So when the Redeemer said to Boaz, buy it for yourself, he drew off his sandal. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witness this day that I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Imelech and all that belonged to Gilead and to Malon. Also Ruth the Moabite, the widow of Malon, I have bought to be my wife to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance, that the name of the dead may not be cut off from among his brothers and from the gate of his native place. You are witness this day. Then all the people who were at the gate and the elders said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the women who is coming into your house like Rachel and Leah, who together build up the house of Israel. May you act worthy in Ephrathah and be renowned in Bethlehem. And may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, because of the offspring that the Lord will give you by this young woman. So I think it's um, interesting that he takes his sandal off. That's pretty funny to me. Yeah. Aren't we glad we moved up to uh, handshaking? A little less awkward. You don't want to smell my shoes. Well, I wonder who was the first one that said, hey, instead of the sandal, let, let's just shake hands. Yeah. I got or a better system. maybe the shake hands come from that because they didn't have any sandals. No. I, I don't have a sandal, so will this do? <laughs> let's just shake hands. And then Wait. we moved up to fist bumps. Oh, no. I think that was a regression. That was, yeah, I agree. Mm. I question our society sometimes. <laughs> but he drew off the sandal. Did he ever get his sandal back? I don't it never. Know. It does not say. Okay, so we will finish out um, chapter 4 with Teresa. Verse 13. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. And he went to her, and the Lord gave her conception, and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a Redeemer, and may his name be renowned to, in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons, has given birth to him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her lap and became his nurse. And the women of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now these are the generations of Perez. Perez fathered Hezron. Hezron fathered Ram. Ram fathered Amenadab. Amenadab fathered Nashton. Nashon fathered Salmon. Salmon fathered Boaz. Boaz fathered Obed. Obed fathered Jesse. And Jesse fathered David. Ooh. And we know that if we follow that lineage, yeah. we end up with Jesus. Woo. That's pretty great. <laughs> so I think it's pretty awesome in that in um, that part of, of the chapter where it talks about that that Ruth had a son, but then it says that God gave Naomi a son. Mm-hmm. And so she was given a grandson, and you know she lost her children, mm-hmm. but she, but here she is. She's given a baby to take care mm-hmm. of, and a, a lineage. Um, you know, God gave her back. God restored right. her. Yeah, I love how the beginning of this book it starts with devastation mm-hmm. and brokenness, and then it's just like the best TV show ending ever (laughs) that you could get is like, 
okay, well, here, not only is your family restored, but here's a lineage and here's a future. Mm -hmm. And I think that's pretty great. And I think, too, that Naomi, you know, she was she she was a follower of God, Mm -hmm. but she turned from God and went to Moab and lived in a land that didn't worship him Mm -hmm. and got involved with people who didn't worship him. And she lost everything. Right. But she came back to God. There was a purpose in it all. He had a purpose in it all. And yeah. she, when she went back to his land and she started worshiping God again and following God again, he gave her back what she had lost. He, he redeemed her. It. Well, think about this, too. Why do you think this book was named Ruth and not Naomi? Because people have a hard time saying Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, like me. Like like you're dyslexic. <laughs> Because, I mean, it starts out with Naomi. Right. And it ends with Naomi. Yeah. Mm. Having a son. That this writer brought that to the attention. To me, a lot more about Naomi than Ruth and Boaz. Yeah. But the story is about Naomi. But, like, the people God used weren't Naomi. You know what I mean? He was using Ruth and Boaz to restore Naomi. Mm-hmm. And I think I, th- I think a lot of the time, like our story kind of looks like that because, you know, we can we see what what we see in our story, but we don't see the people that God is necessarily using to shape us into the person that he wants us to be or help us get to where we need to be in our life. So, right. It would be interesting if we like charted out our own lives and the people Mm -hmm. that became involved in our lives and what path that turned us on. And then Mm -hmm. we met this other person and our path turned this way. And just the, I think that would be interesting. Yeah. It would be labor intensive. Right. (laughs) Maybe when we get to heaven, we'll just see that and it'll just all be laid out for us. Clear. Yeah. This uh, says the point of the story is made in the life of Naomi. The life of the godly is not a straight line to glory, but God sees that they get there. Oh, I like that. Mm, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. One of my favorite uh, verses is, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that when Naomi and Ruth started delighting themselves in the Lord and really following the Lord and concentrating on the Lord, he gave them the desires of their heart. Ruth mm-hmm. wasn't expecting a husband or expecting a baby or even searching that stuff out. Right. But she searched out the Lord and he gave her the true desires of her heart. Mm-hmm. I think that's I like awesome. That. I think that's a great reminder for us today. Yes. All right. So, guys, with that, we thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode today. Be sure to let us know what you think of Chapter 4 in the comments. And also just let us know what you took away from the whole book of Ruth. Thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.